It is. It is began. All right. So All right. this episode uh, is going to be talking about uh, college football bowl games. So uh, what bowl games and what the stars of the past bowl games as of now and um, New Year's Six bowl predictions and uh, playoff predictions. We're going to end the episode off with. So. Let's get right into it, talking about uh, stars right. of the game. So, how about you? What do you the stars? A you star have? that has stood out. Dude, person stood out to me this year, like this bowl, this bowl season. Mm-hmm. Even though they lost their bowl game to Bailey Zappi in Western Kentucky, it was the it was quarterback. I forgot his name. But I know his last name was Price for Appalachian State. Played a great game. He didn't. He only turned the ball over once. Four touchdowns. Played pretty good. Yeah, and, and that's against Bailey Zapp, who had, like, set records that game. Yeah, like, he's going to get overshadowed by Bailey Zapp. He played a great game. Yeah, anytime you have someone that played a great game, like, such as Bailey Zappi, he would – it's going to get overshadowed. Like, and then, then, but then you got the quarterback, quarterback on the other side, 422 yards and six touchdowns. Like, of course, you didn't get overlooked. Yeah, he's – I agree. He definitely had a good game. But pretty good, man. It was a good game to watch. It was fun. Yeah, I actually didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but uh, when you have two offenses like that, yeah, it was. I watched half of it. Two very, it was very explosive. At the end of the first quarter, it was like twenty-four to twenty-one. It was like, dang, boom, 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 boom. It was like, yeah, and down the field. It's kind of funny because Western Kentucky has more of a passing offense compared to Washington State. State. More running offense, right? But. Neither really uh, ran the ball. <laughs> they both passed. They just – it was an air raid. Yeah, it was. That's the type play, of game I like. Your, when you're playing mad against your friend, you're both just throwing the football around what it looked like. Yeah. So, another star. Who All right. your star? My I'm star? A, uh, who's the I, underrated star of the bowl games? Oh, uh, let's like see. Let's see. I'm going to say probably Malik Willis. I mean, I, I know he, they are playing against Eastern Michigan, um, whose offense is not very good. But Eastern Michigan has a really good defense, in my opinion, all season. Malik, Malik bought, torched him for five touchdowns. Yeah, and you can't have much of a better game than that. I mean, five well, yeah. Seriously, they were – let me look at – let me tell you some stats from that game real quick. All right. Yeah, actually, I have it pulled up right here. All right. Uh, stat line for that game was three touchdowns, 231 passing yards. Completion percentage was 54.2, which is pretty good. Uh, were just chuck- he was just chucking the ball down the field. And I think two of those came on passes. Another one came on a rush. And Oh, no, is- he had three touchdowns through the air and two yeah. on the ground. Oh, dang, really? Yeah. He completed 13 of 24 passes with touchdowns of 54 yards, 20 yards, and three yards. Yeah. He also ran for two touchdowns, 58 yards, and a 35-yard touchdown. So Malik is that type of guy who he's kind of your dual threat. He's he's kind of like he Malik kind of reminds me a little bit of he has shades of Patrick Mahomes, but in passing, I think he has he reminds me of Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah, I agree. And he has a big he arm. Rocket arm. He's fast. He's big. Yeah. Accuracy's a little iffy sometimes, but that's easy, easy to improve. Right. You got you can work on that, much like every guy in the draft. Every guy in the draft can work on pat on their accuracy, but dude, no one has that big of a cannon that Malik has. No, he he he's can by watch. far the most talented by, by far the most talented QB in the draft. Really? You think so? Yeah, by far the most talented. Not the best. It's the most okay. Talented. 
Yeah, and he, best yeah. keeper in the draft was definitely Kenny Pickett. He has high potential for sure. Malik Willis does. Kenny Pickett, though, I think if you want a he safe pick, nine of his thirteen passes were of twenty yards down the field. Yeah, he <laughs> that man, is unreal. It is that had a good game for sure. Shots, man, and also two of those were to his uh, best receiver, Demario Douglas. Is it his favorite target, Demario yep. Douglas? Demario Douglas. Speaking of him, he's an underrated receiver to look for next year. Is he in the draft? Has he entered declared yet? Not this, not this year. He's going. He's still. He's only a sophomore. Okay. I think he's. An, I well. Speaking of Willis, he might not go to the draft. He hasn't declared yet. He's still figuring that part. That's out. true. That's true. So I hope he stays as a liberty, as like a liberty, someone to go watch. But right, knowing him though, like you're, he might get better though. Like. He might get better for another year in college. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, he has nowhere to go up but up. So if he can improve his draft stock for the next year, then he can uh, – number one, make more money. Yeah. Although the problem with going number one is you can go to someone like the Lions. So <laughs> do you really want to go to the Lions? Really? Or would you rather go somewhere like Indianapolis? Or... Right, yeah. Who knows? I would like to see him maybe Green Bay would be a good fit if Rodgers stays next year. Oh, yeah. Right out one year – Right, one more year behind Rodgers and then let Willis go in. I'll be down with that, but, like, it's probably not going to happen. Well, because Jordan Love is still there, but. Yeah, but he's not that good. We saw him in his NFL debut. Got shot, almost got shot out by a Chiefs defense at the time who wasn't playing good. Yeah, that's true. But now you look at it, though, it's like this, that's a good Chiefs defense. Yeah. I mean, they've come the a lot I'd like sure. to see, though, Malik Willis go to. If I couldn't see him go to. Green Bay or Indianapolis to be Carolina. Yeah, I think that'd be a good, good situation. Fit yeah, good situation. Yeah, compete with Sam Darnold for the job. They got some good receivers. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, yep. CMC when he's healthy. That's the problem though. CMC is never healthy. All right, he's, um, healthy. he's healthy for half the year. Let's get back on the subject talking about college football. Next episode, we can we're gonna do uh, NFL, but for this episode, we're gonna try to. Stay on. Yeah. Talk stay about. strictly on college. Yeah. All right. So Peach next bowl. thing is – all right, yeah. First bowl game to year six is the Peach Bowl. All right. So Pittsburgh versus Michigan State. So uh, I think Kenny Pickett decided not to play in this game. That's probably the biggest storyline of this game. Is Kenny, Kenny Pickett, Pickett and Kenneth Walker didn't decide, decide not to play. Yeah. So that's going to make it not as fun to watch. But I agree. Kenny Pickett, I think Kenny Pickett though, made the right decision. They're trying to stay healthy. Yeah, like, when you're healthy, your draft stock's higher. And what are you really going to gain from a bowl game? I mean, maybe maybe shoot up a little more in the draft, but like really, it's just like that's like a stat pattern. At that He's point. already solidified his place in the draft, in my opinion. Yeah, the only quarterbacks that really needed a bowl game to prove to everybody was like Malik Willis, Matt Corral. Prove a lot of people will prove, prove things against Baylor. Yeah, hopefully for his draft stock's sake. He de- and he yeah, definitely really, needs to. What are we going like, who step they're gonna who's gonna, who's a backup quarterback or pit? Uh you know, I'm not sure. Because like. I mean can I, I mean if he's a good if he's a good quarterback, then Michigan State's gonna be in trouble. They were already in trouble because of their passing defense is horrendous. It's like they last have, in the nation. They have like five five backups and they're all like freshmen and sophomores. Yeah. Really depends on who they're gonna who they trust more. It's probably gonna be, I think it's gonna be their no. They're probably gonna be their backup, their junior backup, Nick. Okay. Nick yeah. Maddie. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that last name. 
think it's Nick Patty, I think. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, he completed 91% of his passes against non-conference teams this year in one game. Yeah, I mean. He went 11 for, he went 11 for 12 for 130 yards and no touchdowns, but not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, if, Michigan Michigan State, we already know who they're – we already know who they're going to – they're not going to have Kenneth Walker. They're going to probably run the football. Yeah, they are. I agree. Because uh, – Big 10 schools run the ball. And well, Peyton Thorne though he can throw the ball. They got some receiving threats. They got um, oh why can't I'm blanking yeah, on his name? I just but... don't trust their quarterback though. Peyton Thorne, That's... you don't? Uh uh-uh. oh, they look at him against Purdue. Played awful until the third quarter. Yeah, he did play awful, but I mean, not he, what he if you think about it? If you think about it, what game in college football history has there been an upset like against a top ten team? And the top ten teams quarterback played well. Like I mean, if you're getting none. upset, not I mean, really none. Yeah. So well, maybe I mean, exception of Ohio State, but yeah, that's true. That's true. Because Dwayne Hassan's played good, but their defense played horrendous. Yeah. But the only thing, my question is for Michigan State: Can their will their defense want to stop Pitt at all? I don't think through the air. Um, I think with Definitely Jordan Addison the ground and... defense will help. I think Michigan State ground defense will be able to stop um, Pitt's ground offense just because Pitt's not that scary on the ground. Um, Pitt's not a physical football team. uh, On the offensive side of the ball, no. Defensive, I would say, yeah. They have some really good – a really good secondary and uh, they're strong at point of attack. Two two completely different offenses. Yeah. And two completely different defenses. It makes it intriguing to watch. Right. Great pass offense for Pitt. Bad pass defense for Michigan State. So, yeah, bad it'll be interesting. for then. Michigan State, bad run game for Pitt. Yeah. But then a great run game for Michigan State and a bad – kind of a bad run defense, like middle – like mid-tier run defense for Pitt. They definitely both have their weaknesses. If you see their losses, they got torn up on the ground, Pitt. Pitt did against who? Miami tore them up on the ground. That's true, yeah. Uh, Miami ran like 200 yards down their face. Yeah, but that's before we lost our um, uh, star quarterback, star quarterback, and star running back. So and found a better star quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. We started a freshman freshman quarterback, and suddenly we were lighting everyone up. I don't know how that happens or how that works, but it's just sometimes they're actually just that good. Like they were ready to start. Yeah, the year. Uh, yeah. Get, off topic, real quick. Y'all started him against Bama. They went all in. Yeah, Bama didn't even play good. I don't, you know, here's the thing. Our, didn't even play good. But our, if even if Tyler Van Dyke was in that game, he did. It took him first off. It took him like three games to mold into form. And second off, our defense has been horrendous all season. So I just don't think we could have stopped Miami Bryce Young. Will be, Miami football will be back next year. Yeah, not to his peak, but like nine and three, ten and two maybe. With Cristobal, I think it was a great hire. So I mean. At best, ten at best ten and three. I don't think anything higher than that because we're still rebuilding and learning to uh, get back maybe, to playing like a I'm, dominant team. Yeah, like ten and like be like nine and three for the regular season, one loss, like smaller bowl game. Yeah, I'm feeling like in two years though, y'all be like top six in the country. It's I hope so. Take, but it's like all that talent sitting right that right in your backyard, especially with y'all first of all, who's a good recruiter. Recruit. Yeah, Cristobal is though, man, that guy can recruit like he's really good. I did brought Kayvon Thibodeau for all the way from like 
LA and got him to come play in Oregon. Yeah. Think about that. That's also true. Gets people from all over the country. I mean, um, we can t- we can go all the way over to California and get people if Cristobal's that good of a recruiter. Yeah, I just don't see a lot of California recruits trying to leave to go. Yeah, to. that's true. I mean, the kind of ones are close to home. Yeah. The other ones just don't care. Like, they have a good team. Yeah, true. So for the Peach Bowl, my prediction: I got Pitt winning. 28-23. Ah, uh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. And kind of a defensive battle to start the game. Yeah. Like, it's going to be like a slow start because Pitt with a backup QB. And then Michigan State having to run the football for a different running back. Yeah, that's going to be different. But then the second half, everything starts clicking. It's like, it plays in like probably 10-7 at halftime and it starts clicking in the third quarter. Yeah. Like, both teams line up 14 in the third quarter, and it's, like, close going to the fourth, and Pitt like, kind of puts it out of reach. Yeah, you, so you're thinking Pitt's going to be the better Pitt's team the be- in this Pitt's game. The be- Pitt's the better team. Yeah. I, I think Pitt would be the better team if they had Kenny Pickett and if they weren't – if they actually cared about this bowl game because if you're Pitt right now, you're like, uh, we had a chance at the playoffs, we were that close, but we didn't get in, we lost some games. I don't really care about the Peach Bowl because, to be honest, what are you going to get from it? So you're going to go back to the you're going to go back to the Peach Bowl next year, honestly. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the ACC is bad. Yeah, but so, you're not gaining anything from the Peach Bowl. Like, no one's going to respect you for beating the Michigan State team that didn't even deserve a New Year's Six Bowl. Right. Especially with Michigan State. Like, I would rather if you're going to do the at-large thing. You should have the fans vote on the at-large team. Yeah. Right. I'd rather watch Pitt versus BYU to be honest. That'd be fun. Dude, that would actually be a good game. Because, like, I thought Kenny Pickett would play, but this sounds like fun. Oh, yeah. Pete, I, just wish, I wish they didn't do that in college ball. There were the stars didn't play in the bowl game. Yeah, I agree. I kind of wish it was like bowl games, bowl games, you know? Yeah. With the football college ball playoff, getting to watch national championship between, like, well, this year there wouldn't be no great quarterback national championship, though. It would be like Bryce Young, they win, versus – Cade McInerney, if they win. Right. <laughs> or Stetson Bennett. <laughs> like, yeah. There's no good, or Desmond. Uh, honestly, I really – yeah, well, I'll say this part to the later in the podcast. All right. So, my prediction for that game, uh, because I don't think Pitt really cares. Um, on the opposite side of that, I think Michigan State does care, at least more than Pitt. More. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to go with Michigan State winning – I'm going to go 38-20. I'm going to go 38-20. I'm going to say Michigan State's going to blow Pitt out. Uh, I just don't think Pitt can get it done. Pitt starters don't even want to even play this game. Yeah, right. So, I think Michigan State's defense is going to be able to come together, and um, I think they're going to be able to pull together and get a big, big win uh, to build off of for next season. All right. That's going to be a good game, I think, but it's not going to be fun to watch, too. Yeah. Two Heisman candidates not playing in it. Yeah, I agree. It's not it's not going to be as good as some games like. Rose I'm not Bowl. definitely not watching the Beach Bowl. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go watch like the the Fiesta Bowl or the Rose Bowl or something. Definitely watch the Fiesta Bowl. That's going to be a good game. Oh yeah. Speaking I'm the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that that's our what's next. next. Topic. Yep. Rose Bowl game. My version near six bowl game of the year is in this game. Really. Ohio State Utah. That's a good matchup. I agree. I think they both fit each other matchup. really well. Their strengths are similar. Um, they both have really good defenses, although I don't tr- completely trust Utah's offense. 
I don't, um, I don't trust Utah's offense to be able to keep up with CJ Stroud. Yeah, and especially you guys know, like Garrett Olave, Wilson. Olave, Olave is not playing, but still, Garrett Wilson is still right. And you can have one receiving Judah. threat on the field, and that can lose you the football game. Like Chris Olave, he makes a big difference, but like it's almost like you'd stack with the Pro Bowl when your when a star doesn't even feel like playing in the Pro Bowl, but there's other stars there. Right. Yeah. It's like Ohio State's like an all-star team. They Ohio are. State. They have they have playmakers on all sides of the ball. Ohio State, like they honestly, I think if they play Michigan again right now, they would beat Michigan. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I they, they would. If they played Oregon right now, they would destroy Oregon. They would probably go in 13-0 if they were playing their best football this year. Yeah. They just weren't playing their best football at the wrong time. Like CJ Stroud was even he was good still in Michigan. Yeah, he was. He played a good game. I mean, I'm calling it Stroud's lighting up Utah's defense. Yeah, Stroud's lighting them up. <laughs> I he agree. I, don't feel bad. <laughs> although, maybe light them up through the air, but I don't think Ohio State's um, run defense is going to run offense. Excuse me, is going to be able to get it done against Utah's run defense because on Thomas. Bro, they're not running the ball well against against Utah, but they're throwing it for four hundred. Yeah. Their the corners just aren't skilled enough to keep, play with Smith and Jeeva and Garrett Wilson. Yeah, it'll definitely be hard for uh, Utah because, I mean, and this is also, well, for Utah, though, I mean, this is their first big bowl game. Like, think of – This I means mean, more to Utah than does Ohio State. Yeah, right. Ohio State already knows this is our bowl game every year. We play here every year. We win every year. This isn't a big deal. Plus, Ohio, although on the opposite side of it, Ohio State's probably a little bit angry that they lost to Michigan, and losing to Michigan probably cost them their be, spot in the playoffs. They definitely did because they would have destroyed Iowa in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, I agree. But they probably would have beat them like 56 to 3 and wouldn't have been fun to watch. Yeah. You think even more than Michigan? Yeah, they're, they're better. They're better than Michigan. They just like, yeah. yeah. That's why I want an 18 playoff. I don't like seeing Ohio State miss it or Notre Dame. And I would have been down to see Notre Dame Cincinnati rematch. Oh, dude, I would too. That would have been a good game. In the playoff of Cincinnati, I want by this. Yes, we finally made it, you know. With yeah. The big, with the big dogs. Right. And like that motivation, like, yeah, I want to show everybody I can hang with the big dogs. And Notre Dame was I want to avenge my loss. Yeah, right. Like a loss that we thought we should have won that game. We felt like we were better. Yeah, I mean, and you are, if you're Notre Dame, you are better than Cincinnati talent-wise, but uh, Cincinnati yeah, had more heart in that game. Yeah. And, coach out coach Brian Kelly. Yeah, Luke Fickle is a good coach. Uh, and I honestly, I think, a good QB. I think the UCLA, UCLA deal had been a long time in the making, so Brian Kelly at that point probably wasn't really caring much about, you know, his football the team. LSU deal, let's start this home where you here. I'm going to LSU, all right. Get out of here. Yeah, right. And go to LSU and put on a fake accent. Down south. And <laughs> go Tigers. With my family. Oh, I'm not a Tigers fan after that. I don't like um, no, neither would I. That's horrible. I don't want Brian Kelly. That's a disgrace. I'm, I'm just going to be a Liberty fan. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're not <laughs> I'm, gonna watch you. I'm fine. I'm, I, like I like them. I just, I'm not a fan of the Brian Kelly hire, which honestly throws me out of here. I'm, I'm leaving, transferring. I don't even think LSU players are a fan of the Brian Kelly hire. That's why Matt. That's why that quarterback transferred. <laughs> yeah, right. He was like, uh-uh. 
Yeah. Michigan, I like Michigan. I like Notre Dame's new coach, though, their D coordinator. Uh oh yeah, Marcus Freeman. He's uh I can get behind that guy. I agree. I would too. He's a good I'll coach. I'll ride behind that guy. Yeah. He looks like the guy who run like the coach and does I'll run through the wall for this coach. Yeah. And everyone was hyped to get him as their coach, so I'd rather have him as my coach, honestly. The offensive players already knew who that was. Right. I don't know. That's not like the schools are higher inside the school. You don't have to learn your new coach. You already know who they are. Man, we already got off topic again. <laughs> oh yeah. We're talking about Rose Bowl. All right, so um, if you don't this have game, anything else to add, oh, go I ahead. feel like this game means a lot more to Utah, though. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's a proven game for Utah. Ohio State talks like this. Advantage lost to Michigan. Do we really care, really? Yeah. Like, but honestly, I think this game means a lot to Ohio State, too, though, because they played in the Rose Bowl and started an MC's high rank. Yeah, and I just don't know if um, – Ohio State has more heart than um, Utah. They don't. They because don't. Not, not for this game. Not for this game. Not for sure not. Yeah, I, yeah. It's almost like this. We, got, we, had to, we have to play the road or rather play the playoffs. Yeah. This is why an 18 playoff should have been implemented though, a long time ago. 18 team or 12 team? 18. 18, okay. Not 12. You don't think a 12-team playoff would work? No, I'm down for the five, like, this five power five and the three at large. Okay, yeah, I agree. I, I, that'd I be like good. The, the final two at large should be voted on by the fans. Who the fans want to see in their polls? We'll see what the NCAA decides. They're probably not going to change it. No, like they're not. Hard. They're probably not. At least change it to eight, please. Yeah. I hate these four-team playoffs. Good teams get left out because they have one bad loss. Yeah. Like Ohio State's lost to Oregon, screwed them for the season. It did. It did. And I and when Michigan's you, not even a bad loss. No, it's not. Michigan but team. I mean, really, your expectations at Ohio State and Michigan are every year, yes, get to the national championship, get to the playoffs, but it's also beat Michigan. Like when you come to Ohio Michigan, State, when Ohio you come State, to Michigan, yeah. yeah, it's all about that rivalry. So like when you lose that rivalry, it can tell a lot about who's the better team and who has more heart at the end of the season. And so, in this well, case, like Ohio, Ohio State did this play that game banged up though. Yeah. Olave played the whole game but got hurt early. Oh, what did he do? Did he tear or pull something? He didn't tear anything. He just like he going for a route and he slipped and his ankle like rolled. Oh uh, yeah. His ankle. Okay. So he wasn't running routes full speed. Garrett, Garrett Wilson made some crazy catches that game. Oh, yeah. That's what's going to be a high draft pick. All right. That's so, prediction. prediction. You go ahead. Use prediction right. first. I feel like even though Ohio State cares less about this game, mm-hmm. they're better, more talented. They definitely have a better coach. Yeah. You know, Utah's coach pretty good, but I like Ryan Day is the best, one of the best coaches in the country. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like they CJ Stroud lights them up with four hundred yards, five touchdowns, and Ohio State was forty-eight to thirty-eight. Forty-eight to thirty-eight. Like Utah, I, Utah stays within the game until the fourth quarter. All right, all right. I all right. Again, I'm gonna go pick against you. I want Utah in this game. I like Utah. I have Utah winning. Uh, let's go twenty-one to seventeen. I I think Ooh. CJ Stroud's gonna have a hard game. And I think Utah is going to pull it out just because um, I like – I think Utah has more to play for. I think Utah has a better defense than Ohio State, better secondary, 
And I, was, I think I like this. I like yeah. that opinion. CJ Stroud's gonna get it. flustered. I respect the I respect the opinion. All right. Thank you. This I just like Stroud is too good to lose in the big in the big bowl game. Uh yeah. We'll we'll see. Like we'll see. Yeah. We'll we'll figure we'll figure out how good he really is. Right. And it all comes down to um I, well, number one, in my opinion, who has the better defense? But it also comes down to who has better quarterback play, which and I think Stroud will probably out, he'll probably outplay him. But I just don't if they lose, it's not because it's Stroud's their defense. Yeah, and Ohio State has had a problem on defense all season long. They've had pro, they've looked they've gotten dashed a couple times. But they've also looked amazing, like against Michigan State and stuff. Like you don't know. It right. depends on what type of Ohio State team comes. Full of heart Ohio State, or I don't really care. It's going to be an I don't really care Ohio State. It's because, again, they don't, they don't have they anything don't to play, play for. Here this year. Yeah, they went the playoffs. They should have beat Michigan, in my opinion, when they didn't. It was a bad they're loss. A better team. They're, they are better they're than Michigan. Of, they're really the only team in the country that I can say could actually compete with Alabama on offense. On offense, yeah, but on both sides of the ball and all around. Yeah, was, Bama's 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 a better team. team. Yeah, I agree. It's not close. Yeah. All right, so – Next bowl Sugar game, bowl. Sugar Bowl, Ohio, Ole Miss. Actually, I'm still stuck on the last Ole Miss, bowl game. Baylor. Ole Miss versus Baylor. Yep. That's like, that's a sneakily really good game. It's seven versus eight. Matt yeah. Corral against that Baylor defense. We'll get tested for sure. Oh yeah, I think it'll be Baylor's uh, freshman quarterback against that Ole Miss defense will be tested. Well, this Baylor's freshman quarterback, quarterback is good. They're a freshman. The one that. Tore up Oklahoma State is really good. Yeah, he is, and that's come. And he tore up Oklahoma State's defense, which was like a really good defense. This is going to be a low scoring game, in my opinion. Though. Low scoring, you think? Because did Matt Corral yeah. opt out or? He's playing, but it's a hard defense to play against. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's like Baylor defense, top twenty in the country, probably. Yeah, hold up. I'll I'll get the stat on that for you. Like. Not stat wise, maybe, but like talent wise, for sure. They're the top, one of the top teams in the country. Yeah, on defense, I think so. But my only concern for Baylor would be their offense. I think. Yeah, I their mean, offense. It's weird. The Big Twelve is coming straight to the defensive conference. Yeah, right. Like, because Oklahoma's leaving, they're going to be the next eight and four team in the SEC. They're not going to be special without Lincoln Riley and. Uh, I just don't think it's going to work out for him. Spencer Rattler, South Carolina, that's good for them, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know why he chose North Carolina, to be honest, but, you know. South Carolina, I don't know why. He, no, because they're offensive coordinator up there, that's why. Okay, Baylor's defense is actually uh, 15th in the nation. Yeah, so, I knew they were top 20. Yeah. Baylor and Ole Miss. Ole Miss defense, I know it's not top in the nation, but it's still an, it's an SEC defense. Uh, no, it's – and SEC defenses are normally good, but when you're talking about a Lane Kiffin coach team, how really good are they going to be on defense? Well, their defensive coordinator is the one who does their defense. Look, Lane Kiffin doesn't even care. He's like, we're playing with the football. I know, but, I mean, Lane, I Kiffin, like Lane Kiffin, yeah, he's a good coach. My thing is for that game, because both quarterbacks – I don't think Matt Crosson would struggle. Just the big, deep play is going to be tucking away. Yeah, I think I agree. The Matt Corral's going to display small football, eight-yard passes. Yeah. And if he, does, if he can do that well, they win this football game. They score a lot of points. 
I agree. I, Matt Corral do it? I've I've seen him do it. Um, maybe not this season. Maybe last season. But I mean, I think Matt Corral can do it. I think Matt Corral has the arm. I think he has the talent around him to do it. My only concern is going to be Ole Miss's defense. I have no concern about their offense. I think they're going to light up Baylor. Um, Ooh, but, we got a high scoring game. Yeah, I, I, my prediction is definitely going to be a high-scoring game. I I, th- I think Baylor's freshman quarterbacks. I feel be... like you bet this game is the game, the only game of all these for me that you bet the under a hundred percent of the time. Yes. Yeah, because I mean, two great because two good defenses. Like look what they did against. Well, really can't say anything about Liberty. It's their offensive line's fault. That's true. It's like Liberty's offensive line's not good at all. Let me see. Let's see. Who has Ole Miss played this season? I know they both haven't played hard schedules, but they both played good teams. All right. I think the game for me, like defensive-wise, Ole Miss had a really good game. Um, I'm going to say probably against Mississippi State. I think keeping Mississippi State and Will Roger down to 21 points, only to 21 points, and Mike Leach's air raid offense – I think that's a really good big accomplishment because anytime you get an air raid offense playing um, playing against you, you should you're going to be in trouble. But when you're able to keep only just three too touchdowns, much, too much running around, you can't cover all. Yeah, right. But listen and to this though: their to defense also played really good against A and M. Yeah, that's Ole true. That's true. Their defense caught fire down down the stretch, so that's that's scary for Baylor. But then you look at Baylor's defense, and that thing is just top of the line defense. Yeah, they have a good defense, I think. But as deep Baylor's defense better than Oklahoma's off? I mean, this is Ole Miss's offense. But like Baylor, the only one time this season Baylor on a team over twenty-four points. No, two only two times all season on a team over twenty-four points. Yeah, which was TCU scored thirty. And Iowa State scored 29. That's not bad, though. It's not a bad team to score 29 against 30. No, it's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. I just feel like this is the game. This is the bowl game that you stay up late to watch for a good reason. Right. And and this, again, is a uh, 8.45 p.m. bowl game. So, a little bit late. That's going to go until midnight. Yeah, right. Maybe even 1 o'clock if it's a good game. That's right. I feel like this is it's not going to go to overtime. I got – all right, my prediction, Baylor 23, Ole Miss 20. Okay, so – Game-winning field goal from Baylor, though. So you have Baylor's defense prevailing over Ole Miss's offense? Yes, in the very defensive battle where both quarterbacks – well, they don't struggle, but they just don't have the big play. All right. I'm going to take – No, actually change that. Ole Miss 20 – Seven Baylor twenty three. Matt Brown's legs gets the job done when they needed to. All right, I think I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Ole Miss, but high scoring game on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm going to go Ole Miss, fifty one Baylor, thirty eight. Dang, that's a lot of points. It is it's a lot of low scoring game for me. It's twenty seven, twenty three. My prediction is probably completely unrealistic, but. I like it's high scoring really, football though. games. I mean, it's not really. This year's bowl games, you see a lot of teams scoring 50. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Especially because the offense is getting better and better, and the defense seems to get 
worse and worse. All right, so next bowl game. Fiesta Bowl. Fiesta Bowl. Lowest scoring game of all of these by far. You think? Yes, two offenses that aren't the best, two of the best defenses in the country. Bound to be six, what now that I said that bound to be 58 or 55 or something. Yeah. But this is always always goes, but I'm just saying this is a defensive game with a defensive coordinator stepping up with a head coach and a defensive coach against them too. It's gonna to be very low scoring. I agree with you on that one. I think Oklahoma State and Notre Dame both have a really fantastic defenses, but it's really it's so it's because they have fantastic defenses, but who has the better offense in your opinion? Probably Notre Dame because Jack Cohen, I think, mm-hmm. controls the ball better than Spencer Sanders. And then Notre Sanders Dame's makes the big mistake more than Jack Cohen. Jack Cohen really just turns around and hands the ball off. Yeah, uh, that's true, but I mean I feel like he's Spencer game, he's Sanders has – That's what wins games, though, in college, though, too, is game managers. And that's really all you need is a game manager if you have a really good defensive team. And you have a good running back and a couple good receivers, you know, so someone can get them the ball. Bro, Notre Dame's tight end is a beast. No, that dude's going for at least 100 against Oklahoma State. I, I mean, I would say that, but if Oklahoma State's uh, defense was bad, which – but they aren't. Oklahoma State's defense is really good. and They're, they're top ten in the country, right? Yeah, they are. Hold on. Let me look at the rankings. And it was Notre Dame because I know they're both top 15 at least, right? Uh, yeah, Notre Dame's number nine, and Oklahoma State is number two in the country. Oh, my gosh. So, it will be – it'll be a nightmare. It's a battle of defense. Yeah. This is the game that like the old school nineteen twenty five football fans. Are right. This is this is going to be ground and pounds and uh, physical. Three yards football of the of dust football right here. What happened? Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll just have to. All right. I can cut that part out. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. So Oklahoma State has both Oklahoma State and Notre Dame both have really good defenses and offenses. I think they're like middle of the pack, right? Uh, let's see, offensive wise, hold up, I'll look it up. They're not really that good on offense, though. They're not special. But I, Sanders is not that special. He's not special, but he has more receiver, better receivers than Notre Dame, in my opinion. But Jack Cohen though just doesn't turn the ball over. That's true. That's true. He has like Matt Jones, but worse. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's the he's the um he's the like tall. He's like, what is it called? Like the two of the NFL, the college football. Yeah. <laughs> Checkdowns, no interceptions. Like the touchdown. Tua is not – I I, I really always call Tua a bust. He's not a bust. He's just not like – He's not a – yeah, and he's not your franchise. He's not the type of guy that's going to come in and he's going to be like, I'm leading you to four straight Super Bowls. He's not the type of guy who has the arm talent to. He's gonna lead the team. He's gonna lead the Dolphins one day to a Super Bowl because he's not gonna turn the ball over. They're gonna play great defense. Yeah, and that's kind of more gonna be what the Dolphins' identity is. And I think that's what Brian Flores wants. But anyway, we're again getting away from subject. Um, yeah. Offensive rankings for um, Notre Dame and Oklahoma State. Uh, let's see. Dang, I don't think either of them are in the top fifty. There's no way. Yeah, neither of them are in the top 50 in offensive rankings. Um, but you know who is in the top 50 of offensive rankings? Miami is actually 22 in offensive rankings. There's no way. 
Yeah, I don't know how that's possible. But we Their are. defense is bottom of the country. Though. Oh, yeah, our defense is, like, bottom 100. Where's Liberty? Is Liberty in the top 50? Of all yeah, Liberty right? is. Liberty is 20, 35. That's actually not – that's actually – it's, like, less than I expected, though, to be honest. Yeah. Because they have a lot of high-scoring games. Malik Willis is the only reason this team is good, though. Well, also, have you seen uh, Liberty's backup? He's actually a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, I like the one from Tennessee, the one they got from the transfer portal. I like when I saw from him when Malik went out against Texas. Yeah, I did Texas. Too. He played, like – he didn't even start as a backup. He was, like – then it was, like, two drives. He led them on two straight field goal drives, which – Helped. Yeah. Yeah, he had a really good game. All right. But so like, but they're nowhere. In, they're not even the top. They're probably like not even top six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. Can not find them. No, I can't even find them in the top fifty. I have no clue where they are. Jeez, they're that bad. Yeah. Hold up. Maybe I can go to. Oh, here we go. Another page. Hold up. Let's see. Yeah, go to the next page. Yeah, I know. It's 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 pretty bad. It's um, a really bad offensive game. Yeah, it's not. This is not the game that you're going to watch. Oh, my gosh. They're not even in the top 100. Okay, actually, yeah, they are. Oklahoma State's 66. Notre Dame is 55. Okay, that's 13 spots, but 55 to 100 is, like, very close. Yeah, it's middle of the pack. They're both bad offenses. They're middle of the pack. It's It's two, like, okay offenses. Notre Dame has 48 touchdowns on the season, um, 418 that's, yards per game. That's not – 414 yards? 418. Uh, yeah, actually 415. But, like, Cottrell wants left. That's, like, really low. Yeah. And then um, Oklahoma State has 46 touchdowns and uh, 402 yards. Like, practically the same exact stats. It is. I just think – Oklahoma State's more of a ground and pound team than compared to. Well, actually, Notre Dame's more ground and pound than. Because Spencer Sanders throws the ball better than Jack Cohen. Yeah, I agree. But but Notre Dame's gonna run the ball like forty times down your face. Yeah, and well, kill a clock. What is good for Oklahoma State though is they have a really good um, D line and middle linebackers. Their linebackers and D line are both fantastic. Also, so. also that's when you get back to two battles. The battles, whoever wins, one in the trenches. Sure. Yeah. Because Oklahoma State's D-line is good. Notre Dame's O-line is always really good. That's where, all, that's where all the big boys go and play football, Notre Dame. Yeah, I agree. All the linemen go to Notre Dame. All the guards don't want to run people's face over. Yeah, they're good for Notre Dame because they know they have a good place to develop and good place to be good. Good place to run the football. All right. So, my prediction for this game, um, I'm going to say – uh, I have Oklahoma State winning it, um, yeah. seventeen to three. Oh gosh! I don't it's think really Notre Dame is going to be able to get it. Yeah, extremely boring. They're not going to be able That's to. Not, get I'm it. not watching that. I'll watch it if I get to the third quarter and it's a good game. But I'll watch it like, once it gets to the fourth quarter, like last couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not watching two teams trying to run the football and get stuffed. It's boring. I'd rather watch someone pass air raid. All right, so what's your prediction for the game? Mine, also low scoring. I got – I feel like Notre Dame's streak extends to seven straight New Year's Six Bowl losses. Okay. I got Oklahoma State winning 17-13. to 13. Okay, so got closer, but on the I other end. closer. I just feel like it's going to be 
I think it's going to be like 17-6, though, going into the fourth quarter. Notre Dame scores a like, little touchdown. They lose. Marcus Freeman coaches a really good defensive game, but he's just not an offensive coach. All right. Sounds good. So, next bowl game. Let's uh, go with the Orange Bowl. All right. Sounds good. So, Orange Bowl. Georgia, Michigan. Georgia, Michigan. All right. That's going to be a good game to watch. I'm hyped for that one. I'm actually excited for that game. Michigan's run offense against Georgia's run defense. Both offenses don't pass the ball well, but both pass defenses clamp pass it like down. Oh, yeah. And they're another low scoring game, in my opinion. I, I agree. It'll be a really low scoring game. Probably won't get above 30 points. Well, I don't think that because both offenses are better than those two. But, like, you think so? I don't think it's going, I don't think it's going to about 45, though. Okay. This is, this is vibes of like old, like old football. Ground yeah. and pound. Don't turn the ball over. Try to control the clock. Kind of the same thing as uh, the last game. Yeah, this is like those two teams. These three. Honestly, th- these matchups would actually be really good for both teams. Michigan Notre Dame would be a great matchup. I agree. And on the opposite side, Georgia Oklahoma State would have been a great matchup. But Georgia's defense number one in the country, right? Uh, y- yes, they are in rankings. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely gonna. Cade McNair- McNamara is gonna spend a lot of this game on his back. Yeah, he is. He's going to have a tough game. And if they're going to – in my opinion, if Michigan's going to win this game – He better – bro, he better wear a pillow underneath his shoulder pads. Bro. Yeah, because he's going to – he's going to get hit a lot. You're going to get rocked. Jordan Davis is going to almost end your life for your eyes. Yeah. yeah man, man, that guy is – And so will Stetson Bennett. He'll spend his whole game getting ran over by Aiden Hutchinson. Oh, my so, gosh. Wisconsin's actually in front of Georgia at number one, and Georgia's number two. How is that possible? How is Wisconsin better than Georgia? Where did Wisconsin come from? It's it's like that one game against Alabama ruined Georgia's uh, defensive rankings. I know they didn't even like they played the best offense in the country by far. But li- look at this: Georgia has eleven touchdowns, allows eleven touchdowns on offense, and half of them were against Alabama. Yeah, right. Like four of them came against out five. Four or five of them came against Maybe, Alabama. No, yeah, four, five, five, five. Yeah, yeah five. it's crazy. They almost ruined their whole defense rankings. But still, this game of quarterbacks spend a lot of this game on their back. It'll be definitely a defensive struggle. Uh, I just, but so you think it's going to come down to whose defense is better? Check, check the weather because this rain is definitely. It's Miami, man. It's probably gonna it's gonna rain at least sometime during the game. Yeah, it's gonna rain probably in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah I'm honestly gonna probably bet to be like once. Yeah. It's Miami, Florida, bro. Doesn't matter what season it is. It's always weather down there is nuts. Yeah, my thing is this. This game has the potential to be really good, or has the potential for Michigan to do what Michigan always does in the playoffs. In any big game, and find a way to make this thing ugly and lose by like forty. Yeah, and Michigan can definitely. I really find hope it's not like that. that. I really want a defensive battle because we already know it's Cotton Bowl is going to be points on points. Yeah, I agree. I want. Def- I just want to see a defensive team versus offensive team in the national championship. I feel like. I feel like Georgia is better um, than Michigan all around. I think. Georgia has a better defense, um, maybe not a better offense, but they both have the same type of offense. They do. Uh, I just feel like Michigan's offense. Um, better coach is definitely John Harbaugh, though. or Jim yeah. Harbaugh. 
I, I agree. He had Kirby a great Smart's season. A bad coach. Yeah. Kirby Smart, you guys are JT Daniels, bro. If they play GT, JT Daniels, I have Georgia winning this game easily. But if they keep with – stay with sets a minute, uh, Michigan has a chance I, to win. I would have had a better chance of beating Bama if I, than Seth and Bennett would have. Yeah, I agree. Because JT Honestly, Daniels has – I was saw Bama's defensive line coming at me, bro, and Seth was intercepted. I would have just, like, fell to like, the the ground. Like, don't kill me. Yeah. I was right. like this. Yeah. I don't know. Just punt the ball. Give it to them at their own 10. <laughs> don't get really on your side scary. I'm not trying to get sacked. Yeah. <laughs> if I see Jordan Davis going to – Scream and take my head off. I'm falling on the ground about this. Just don't kill me. Just tap me. Yeah, right. You can have the sack. I don't care. So, so this game has a very potential to be a low-scoring struggle in the rain. Yeah, and buddy, probably gonna be a lot. Probably white. They whoever wears white jerseys. I'm sorry, your jersey's gonna leave. Brown. Oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be brown at the end of the game. Especially right, so, or Stetson Bennett. They're both going to ground a lot. What are – what is your – first off, let's start off with your predictions for this game. What do you think is going to – so for the playoffs, actually, let's say what is your biggest storyline for the game? So – and then we'll Probably give you your prediction. For, the, for, this, like, for this game, for this game purely, the mm, quarterback yeah. dilemma at Georgia. Okay. Because J.D. Daniels has COVID, so he can't play. Yeah. Wait, does he? Yeah, he did test positive for COVID. Dang. Ah. Well, that ruins my score prediction. You there? So now they're definitely – this season's kind of rough. This game has – my story for this game is definitely the Georgia quarterback dilemma. Uh Uh-huh. Can Stetson Bennett make the big-time play? Yeah. And can he? Can he show that Alabama game was a fluke? Mm-hmm. That he didn't really care about that game because they had nothing to play for that game. They were less, less to play for. Yeah, they didn't. Like, Bama fought for their lives that game. Georgia fought like, really to stay in the playoff. Yeah. They were staying in the playoff either way. They weren't falling out. Oh, no. They could have they lost by – Ten touchdowns and still made the playoffs, in my opinion. Yeah, they had nothing to play for. They could have played their back. They could have played the whole entire JV middle school team. Yeah, and they still would have made the playoffs. Okay, so my – oh, wait. Actually, you give your prediction first. I got Georgia, still Georgia, 17 to 10. Okay. So you got neither team defensive scores, struggle. Neither team scores in the first half. So. Calling a 0-0 at halftime. Dang, that'll be not a good game to watch, just like the Fiesta Bowl. <laughs> but it'll be probably will be watched though, because tough will play off. That's true. That's true. And honestly, right. though, I like defense though. So what's your biggest storyline? My storyline for the game is uh let's see. I'm gonna go with Michigan's defense. I feel like Michigan's defense is everyone comes into this game talking about Georgia's defense. Georgia's defense is obviously really good, number two in the nation. Um, only allowed 11 touchdowns, so they're nothing to uh, laugh about. They are one it's of the best. Look, that's for sure. Yeah, but don't, I think uh, you don't want to play that defense. No, you don't. No one, and they only allowed like a touchdown a game. I think not even it's that's less than a touchdown a game, and like half the game didn't even allow more than six four points. Right, three points. 
So I like, think they were shutting out. They were shutting out SEC teams, bro. Yeah. So and that's that's talent right there. That's that's I a good say defense. That I don't care. Vanderbilt still scoring should score seven against every team. Yeah. They get top classes in the country. They should yeah. score. What's also Vanderbilt? So yeah, I think it's gonna be Michigan's defense though, because Michigan's defense is, in my opinion, not better than Georgia, but they are. They're right behind Georgia in terms of best defense in the country, even though the rankings don't show it. I think uh, Michigan's defense, the way they played against Ohio State, showed that they can play with the big-time teams, with the big-time offenses. And then when you're going against Georgia, whose offense is not good, and Michigan's, Michigan a has a good offense. Yeah, and Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson at least has two sides. Yeah, maybe more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – Hot take, I'm going to say Aiden Hutchinson has four sacks in this game. Four? All right. Aiden Hutchinson becomes number one pick after this game. Five, that's my prediction. Uh, I don't know. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is still – He goes over Thibodeau if he has four sacks. If he wins the national championship, he's blocked number one. But if he has, like, three sacks and loses in the Orange Bowl, yeah, makes it like it's not our defense's fault. They just played they, – they got – Honestly, I feel like this. Neither team scores an offensive touchdown. So, game is two pick sixes by Georgia. It gets them to fourteen, and the pick six by Michigan. Yeah, because with Stetson Bennett playing, you're not gonna you're not gonna get fantastic elite quarterback play from Stetson Bennett or Kate McNamara. Yeah, but Kate McNamara is better than Stetson Bennett, in my opinion, because they're both it, both like they're both not the ones that win national championships. Yeah, they're not, they're definitely not. Jason Daniels, national championship quarterback. I agree. On talent. He would have won them that game against Bama. I'm sorry. He would have. I don't care. It was 24-41, but, like, he would have done those two picks. Yeah, I, I know. He would have. No, I'm sorry. Daniels would have took off of his legs and slid. Yeah. Or he would have thrown the ball away. Bennett just not, not a good decision maker. He hasn't been all year. And he's also a walk-on. So, who do you want, the walk-on or the five-star prospect? Five-star prospect. Yeah, uh, I would take the five star. One time you gave up on. Yeah. All right. So my prediction for this game, I also have it being low scoring, but I think Michigan's offense defense is going to play much better than Georgia's offense, which is going to be the storyline of the game. I right, so I have Michigan winning twenty-seven okay. to. I'm going to go twenty-seven to twenty. Okay. You have more points than I do. I just have both defenses having amazing days. And rightfully so, because they are both have really good defenses. But I, I do think, though, that Michigan's um, offense, as I said, is better than um, Georgia. But I still think Georgia has the ability with their um, receiving threats to put up some points. So it's not going to be, like, under 10 points my, for Georgia. My only take I have from this game about quarterbacks, what quarterback makes that big throw in that big moment? That's mm-hmm. who's game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's, and I think and it's, it's going to be. The reason I say Georgia wins, not because Bennett makes a big throw. I just think Bennett doesn't make that one mistake that he doesn't even make the whole game. Yeah. And like Bennett learned from the Alabama game, and instead of trying to throw a dart over the middle running for his life, he just takes a little, takes a little three-yard run, get out of bounds, like step out of bounds, and just keep the ball in your hands. Yeah. And that's, that's going to be I hard like for McNamara throws a bad pass over the middle. Just gets picked off and it ends the game. Yeah. All right. All so right. The Cotton Bowl. Game, Cotton Bowl, last game in the playoffs. Yep. Uh, Biggest, highest scoring game of the bowl, bowl 
I wish they had the Cotton Bowl, the better game, going first. Because, honestly, I don't want to stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning watching this game because it's going to be a really good game and it's going to go into overtime, in my opinion. But I'm going to watch it because it's college football, best game of the yeah, year. Right. year. Bama and Cincinnati. I don't care what anyone says. Cincinnati is very good chance of upsetting Bama. Yeah. Very good chance. The Cincinnati team is a really good football team, really well coached. Great secondary. I agree. I feel like offense. people aren't giving Cincinnati a good chance to win this football game. I picked Bama still in the thing, mm. the bowl mania, but I picked Cincinnati to cover the spread. A uh, fourteen yeah, point dogs. Fourteen point dogs. You're gonna disrespect number four in the country like that. Yeah, they're not. They're not gonna you lose. You gotta say 14. straight to the mic. Fourteen. Fourteen point dogs. That's disrespectful. Yeah, I agree. It is for sure. That's that's disrespect. Cincinnati doesn't take it. Doesn't take, they're gonna take it personal. Pull an yeah, and take it personal. And then, you, it's in my opinion the storyline for this game. I'm just gonna go ahead and say my storyline for this game. It's the coaching because Luke it's Fickle, Saban. Nick Saban. Luke Fickle is a great coach, but then you have he like, has his arguably the greatest up. coach of all time. Yeah, but and then on the other side you have Luke Fickle, who is gonna get his team Cincinnati to get really fired up and excited about this football game. So they're gonna they're gonna want this more than Bama. I feel like. Right, because it's the first. They're the first group of five team to make the playoffs. Heck, even make Bama, the national championship. Because like Bama already is in their mind, we're the better team, we're more talented, we're gonna win this game. Yeah. And there's this. We know we're underdogs. We want to prove everyone wrong, and we have more fire. We're gonna come beat you. And that's that's the that's the that's what you need when you're gonna play a team like Alabama because it's not gonna be a cakewalk for for either team because both are very good in my opinion. <laughs> Of course, that's a playoff game. Of course, it's going to not be no cakewalk. It's like, right. It's going to be, unless it, it's neither team jumps out to an early lead. Unless it's Alabama against Notre Dame, then it's going to be a cakewalk for Alabama. Well, it's not even funny. Stop. Stop <laughs> <laughs> throwing Notre Dame like that. <laughs> Honestly, anybody gets Notre Dame in the playoffs. A cakewalk. Yeah, I agree. Notre Dame. Yeah, is, Notre Dame goes like this every year in the playoffs. Like, oh. Yeah, they don't show up to play. They like. Here's my story line. Energy. Right. Energy of this game is going to be very different between two different teams. Bama's going to not show emotion the whole time. And you think Cincinnati is going to be fired up? Cincinnati is going to be fired up. They're going to make some big hits. They're probably one point in this game. You guys are going to get a personal like a personal conduct foul just for being fired up. Yeah. I, I like wouldn't be surprised. They're going to score. Cincinnati scores the first. They score the first touchdown in this game. This thing's definitely get definitely a personal foul. Yeah. Which I, I wouldn't even be mad at if I'm Luke Fickle. I'm still I'm out there on the field celebrating if I'm Luke Fickle. They score first. Yeah. Desmond Ryder, Desmond Ryder wants this, I think, more than Bryce Young. Yeah, and because uh, – Because Ryder's more riding on this. Like, Ryder's this not like that draft prospect. Yeah, I'm a first-round pick. Young isn't even in the draft this year. So, I mean, what is he going to lose by no, – I mean, like, he won the Heisman. I mean, when you win like, the Heisman, like pick next year, you're gonna be, you're gonna go over any quarterback next year. Yeah, yeah. You're the best quarterback in the country, to be honest. And if he was in the draft this year, he would for sure be going number one. He'd for sure go number one in any of these last couple drafts, except for the Joe Burrow draft. Yeah, Joe Burrow, man. Joe, but off topic a little bit. But that Joe Burrow season was, in my opinion, the best season by any quarterback of all time. Like he played SEC schools and threw those numbers. Bailey Zappi, oh, yeah. bro. Doesn't, that's what we're going to compare. He played CUSA schools. 
Didn't Burrow play have like sixty-seven touchdowns? He had sixty touchdowns, fifty some like fifty-three through the air and seven on the ground. Dude, yeah. dude, those six touchdowns come jumping off the bus. Yeah, he that, yeah. Dude he went and torched Bama for six touchdowns. Yeah. I repeat, he torched Bama for six touchdowns. Yeah, and that's and that's really good against Bama's saving Bama coach defense. <laughs> yeah, no clue about those six touchdowns against Bama, except for Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's LSU's hero. He's Cincinnati's hero. He's the reason Cincinnati's even good this year. Him and Jamar Chase. Yeah, Jamar Chase though he he's he's good actually right now. He's good. He's good, but like he got overrated fast though. <laughs> He did like he has like a th- two touchdown game, and everyone's telling saying he's the next uh, Randy Moss. Like no, Justin Jefferson's. If anybody's next, Randy Moss, it's Justin Jefferson. He's already Viking. He Why? Because he's plays. because he played on the Vikings, or and he also makes all those big plays like Randy Moss did. That's true. That's true. Like, Justin does. Jefferson's probably like that. That named Tyreek Hill probably my favorite receiver in the league to watch. All right, so back to the back on topic. My last my storyline from this game though. Who wants it more wins this game? Yeah. I think Cincinnati wants it more. But if like Bama, you don't I don't I don't know who I'm gonna pick. I don't want to bet against Nick Saban. That's a stupid thing to do. It is, but I mean probably the dumbest thing to do in college football is bet against Nick Saban. We yeah, also don't want to bet against uh, a fired up Cincinnati team. I, I, I another game. RIP all this another name game. Oh gosh, I want this game. Yeah. I feel it. I'm going out on a limb. This is stupid because I know it's probably going to be wrong. Give me Cincinnati. All right. What's the scoreline? Give me Cincy. 45-41 in double overtime. Double overtime. Dang. I would watch that game, man. That would be. Goes in 31-31. Bama scores. Cincinnati scores first. Bama scores right back, right? Yeah. Bama gets a field goal. Cincinnati ends up with a touchdown. (laughs) Desmond Ryder gets it done. I agree. I've... It was just – I'm so happy. I'm just like – it's almost too much. Like, I'm – this is probably – that's probably going to be wrong. It's probably going to – probably going to look at this episode, like, two weeks from now, about this – I was an idiotic pick, and I bought this – yeah, I know, but it was fun. It's a good pick. I like it. Tell that to all the people who picked Texas A&M to beat Alabama. Exactly. Say that they had a super pick. Yeah. That, it, and and it, tell them they had a super pick. Game. Yeah. All right, so Cincinnati is going to be more fired up. They're going to want it more. They're going to prove it. All right, so the first time this episode, I'm going to agree with you on a pick. I got Cincinnati winning, too. I think Cincinnati also has more energy. He's going to have more energy than Bama, which is saying something coming from a Saban coach team. um, Saban coach teams, they are emotional. They are. I mean, they're not emotional, but – they Luke play hard every single week. He's riled up and ready and screaming in the locker room. He's tackling yeah. people on the field. I love Luke Fickle. That guy gets your team pumped up for games. That's the thing about Dan Campbell. So this, they don't win a lot of games. That dude gets your team fired up. Yeah, he does for sure. All right, so I got Cincinnati winning a little bit lower scoring. I'm gonna say 31, 30, 38-35, and uh, at any of the game, I'm gonna say. Cincinnati wins on a game-winning field goal. All right. I like that. Bama fans are probably going to be mad at this. Oh, yeah. Oh, for, for sure. For sure. All right. So, national championship predictions. predictions. You go ahead first. So, we, so 
First off, this is my um, storyline from this game. Okay. Between Georgia and Cincinnati. Yeah. Again, I know it's the same storyline. It's emotion. Yeah, I agree. Does Kirby Smart want this more than Luke Fickle? I doubt it. No. I know, I know Luke Fickle wants this more than any man on this planet for the national championship. And also, I mean, if Cincinnati beats Bama, I mean, you, beat you, if you beat Bama, then you just got past the hardest game in your season. And in my opinion, since I picked Michigan, when you play Michigan, Michigan is has no idea what's coming for them because Cincinnati is going to be so hyped that they have a chance, even a chance, to get win the national championship. Michigan is just going to get it. hit. Yeah, they want more. They want this way more than any team in NCAA history. A Group of Five team has a chance to win a Natty. If you if they win a Natty, bro, they better come in season ranked preseason number one. If they come in preseason number one, I'm literally going to like start a protest against the AP polls. Bro, the AP Pulse is garbage. Every single year, they never get the national championship the respect they deserve, bro. No, they don't. Like, wasn't it – didn't Bama wasn't – wasn't Bama right number two at the beginning of this year? Yeah, I remember LSU was like 12. Yeah. Well, you know, they kind of fell off. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so – like the only one they got right. All right, so my, my prediction. Story, right, you go ahead and give me a prediction, and then I'll give my storyline prediction. My prediction, I don't care. This game is almost kind of a blowout. Cincinnati winning 31 to 16 against Georgia. Yeah. Okay. All right. Towards Georgia's defense. I'm sorry. Georgia's defense gets exposed by Desmond Ryder. <laughs> yeah. That's my hot take of the whole entire episode. This is probably going to, this will either be the smartest take in history of podcasts or it's going to make myself look like a complete idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going right. to get roasted for this if I'm wrong, but I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my storyline for this game, uh, since I picked Michigan to get uh, beat Georgia and get in the playoffs, uh, my storyline for this game will probably be Cincinnati's defense because Cincinnati's Cincinnati defense plays good, good, really I think good. It's Bama, what are they right to the nation? They need to. Yeah, like I feel like they win this game because they hold Bama to field goals in the red zone for the touchdowns. Right, and that's all they can do against Bama is try to try your best all new field goal because they're going to yeah, score. Yeah, they are, and because Bama's de- offense is too talented for Cincinnati's defense. But on the other side of the ball, I wonder, Cincinnati's I defense that. offense is really good, and I don't think. Also, I think uh, Bama's defense is coming in a little bit uh, not healthy. I think they're they have some guys that are out, and Bama's Bama's going to come the same. They're going to be cocky. Yeah, of course they are. Because I mean. Oh gosh, my chair's my chair fell down. <laughs> I just look I just looked at the screen and you disappeared from like you you were here the next second and the next second you were like below the screen. Yeah, I actually hit the hit the wrong button on my chair because like goes down. I didn't need to click it and now like I fell to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, like this much like this is for me. This is the ground. I was like that close. I don't want to okay. put that's embarrassing. Let's just keep talking about college football. All right. Um, we gotta go, we gotta definitely cut that cut that part out. <laughs> okay. All the rambling go, we gotta cut those parts out. Yeah. The feather says be like a forty minute episode recorded for like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we're just gonna cut out like everything. Yeah, we kind of just like because there's more to talk about than you think about. Yeah. In these games, it's more than just saying the score. It's like all the storyline. Right. There's a lot to talk about for sure. Okay, so um, my score prediction for the national championship game, I. 
I got Cincinnati winning our first group I'm of five so team ever, ever winning the national championship. I got Cincinnati winning. Right. Because you think about it, the AP poll is always pick group of five teams. Right, they do. Ever since BCS came out, though, this is the first year I've ever seen a group of five team make it this far. Yeah, I, ever since ever, I don't think a, I don't think even when BCS was happening, there was a group of five team that even had a there chance. Wasn't. There never was. They never got respect enough. Boise State could have had it a couple times. That's true. Boise State was probably the best Boise group State of five teams. Team. That were out everybody. They yeah. probably could have beat teams. Yeah, they could have. All right. All right. So your school prediction? Uh, I got Cincinnati winning 31-20. 31-20? I don't think Michigan. The same score as I said. I said thirty-one sixteen. Yeah, so close. I think, I think Bennett throws three picks that game. Yeah, three, Bennett throws three well, picks. It is a month later, so wait, do you think is, JT oh, Daniels? It's, it's in Indianapolis. So it's only like home field advantage going for Cincinnati. Yeah, true. <laughs> they're like it's like their best, like their next door neighbor. If if all their fans have like a thousand dollars to blow on a, a football game, then they'll well, all the student section is going to be there. They're going to be chomping. That's true. Yeah. Although their fans are going to buy these thousand dollar tickets. This is their one chance in a lifetime. Yeah. Gonna right. You're gonna. Have, I don't think after this season, when uh, their quarterback goes, you're ever. They're gonna not going to be the same team next year. They're going to be like how UCF was. It's gonna yeah. Go like back to like. That's okay. They're good. Right. They're never going to be another group of five team for at least another five years. I'm sure it's that. This is oh. our year. Yeah, fun. Well, what group of five team, if the playoffs don't expand, um, what group of five team in the next five years do you think has a chance, better chance, to make the playoffs? Because I don't think Cincinnati is going to make it again next year. No, um, definitely not. Definitely not. There's going to be better teams next year. Ohio State's not going to lose two games. Yeah. Oklahoma? Never mind. Never mind. They'll be in the SEC. No, they're in the SEC, so they're going to be. U- USC in a couple years will be back. Riley. Yeah, USC and they got a lot of recruits coming to Yeah. USC is going to make it in, like, I'm calling USC makes it in two years from now, Lincoln Riley. He's a great coach. But yeah. off topic, a group of five team that could actually make it, probably. San Diego, San Diego State, if they don't lose those games, they can't, they shouldn't lose. Yeah. Because, like, their defense, really good. Offense, good enough to win games. Special teams, so that punter, Matt Ariza, best punter in the history of college football. You know who I got? Ooh. Western Kentucky. Bailey's Bailey, at? Bailey's, yeah, Bailey's at. Next year's actually their best chance. Yeah, I agree. If They need to get one Heisman season out of Bailey's app. In my opinion, Bailey's app got snubbed. How do you he throw 62 touchdowns? Yeah. How do you throw 62 touchdowns and not get into the playoffs? I don't care if his schedule was bad. Yeah, I he agree. He deserved that Yeah, recognition he got. I mean, he wasn't even in the conversation. Forget finalist. I mean, he wasn't – no one talked about him as a the high He was on more about Malik Willis than they had him. Yeah, right. And Malik Willis that, deserved to be in consideration too. Right. So, uh, anything else? Make some diversity in the playoffs. Don't – and definitely this should be a new rule. Teams can't make it three straight seasons in a row. I agree. That's actually a good rule because I – you know, I don't want to see Bama in there every year. Yeah, no one does. There every other year, it gets annoying. Yeah, I fall asleep during college football playoff games because the same. Like last couple of years, it was like, listen, to this this is the playoffs every year. Bama, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma, not LSU, Oklahoma, then who else? Notre Clemson. Dame. Notre and then Dame. it would be, it would be like this every time. We go Bama, Clemson, and then Oklahoma, Notre Dame, or Bama, yeah. Clemson, LSU, Notre Dame. 
Yeah, and it was you know, pretty, pretty repetitive. Remember, I remember Michigan State made that one playoff run. They were yeah, a Michigan, playoff spot. Yeah. Ohio State deserved that national championship. Well, Michigan State's going to be back there again next year. I, I, they, Amel Tucker is going to get them back to a spot, has gotten them back to a spot where they are competing for national championships because I don't think that Michigan good of a State coach. Back in the playoffs next year, they're going to lose games. I agree. They're going to lose like one or two, like probably two games. That's pretty much the same season as this season. Yeah, probably the next couple of years be the same type of seasons. All right. A loss so, to Ohio State and probably like a loss to like some random team. So we have our national championships predictions. We have our bold predictions for this episode. We'll see what happens and uh, who wins, plays out. We'll see All right, how good. many of these predictions we look like idiots on. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you all can calculate how many we, all, we did – then yeah, you can ro- you can roast us if we get it wrong. We don't care. Yeah, because this, fu- this, this is the fun part about having this fun part about having an open podcast. We can talk about anything. We can make any predictions. It's we'll fun. admit it when we make a stupid prediction. And like right now, the Cincinnati pick for national championship. If we get this wrong, I don't care. You can roast us. Yeah, we're optimistic thinking right now because that was a stupid pick. <laughs> that's like, like that's not a logical pick, but it's like it's optimistic. You want the team to win. Yeah. Like, Cincinnati, I want them to win. I'm rallying behind Cincinnati right now. Like, my heart's behind me. I think everyone everyone in the country is. Unless you're a Bama fan. Yeah. I just hate Bama. I do, too. Everyone everyone (laughs) except for Bama fans hate Bama. I love Nick Saban, though. Yeah. He's a good coach. He's a a good dude, too. You think about You see the interviews with him. He's always just, like – you can tell he's old, though. Like, you can tell he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. You can tell he's, like, out of the trends. He's, yeah, he's definitely has maybe five more years in him. As a coach? Yeah. I was saying for life, I was like, ain't no way Nick Saban dying in five years. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Healthy to die five We're years. not making death predictions on this channel, on this. Death predictions for Nick Saban's next episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good episode. He'll die as a football coach, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised. He'll, he'll definitely die as a Hall of Famer. He's probably going to – I'll be fine. I'll honestly be down watching I don't want to see Coach die on the field, but like if he dies on the field, he's the only guy that I mean, so I'm like, yeah, I expected this. <laughs> yeah. Like Bill Belichick's not dying on the field. He's retired. I don't think Bill Belichick's staying a coach next. I think yeah. Andy Reid, if we if Chiefs won the Super Bowl this year, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna retire. Yeah, I agree. Just like you get your two Super Bowls, arguably the greatest coach of all time, most innovative, of course. You make Patrick Mahomes into you like you get to look back the resume of this. He made Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, right. Like, he turned Alex Smith into an MVP candidate. That's off topic. But, like, honestly, yeah. the only coach in college football I see retiring anytime soon or getting fired next year, even if they do a good season, they don't if They don't win a national championship this season. Hot prediction. Kirby Smart should not have a job. Kirby Smart? Bro, he's – Kirby th- Smart, fire him. Next year? Fire him this year. They don't win a national championship. Uh, no, 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 no. Well, maybe not this year, next year, because all the coaches are already gone now, I bet. But next who would you – all right, all right, we'll, we'll I see. Replace him with, I was replace him with Luke Fickle. I tried to offer him a job in Georgia. Well, would you think – do you think Luke, Luke Fickle would take that job? Maybe if, like, a lot of his seniors are leaving, but this is going to be the same team next year. If since he wins the Natty also, this there's year. So much, there's so much, like, emotion, though. Like, his heart is there, though. Yeah, because if Sunsing wins the Natty, Luke Fickle stays, period. It doesn't matter. 
I don't care if Bama offers him a job. He's the best. He's like he's the hero of the whole country. Yeah, but I think if Cincinnati gets beat by Bama, then uh, Luke Fickle, if somebody, if he gets offered a job at a top team, like I would have wanted him to leave them. Yeah, (laughs) Luke Fickle, those those boys though, bro, those boys are gonna love him. He's like he's like their father. Yeah, he's he's built a rider. Probably wants to go to the NFL. Yeah. All right. Luke, the only college coach that's going to just go to the NFL already, bro. We already know you're going to be in the NFL one day. It's like Riley. You're going to be in the NFL one day. Yeah, he probably is. Probably going to be the next head coach of the Detroit Lions. That's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. That'd be horrible. All right. We're trying to air raid, trying to do an air raid offense with your golf. <laughs> yeah. Good episode. Good episode. Uh, we'll see what picks come to fruition, uh, what picks are correct, what picks aren't, what, what picks make us look stupid. Um, next episode. What picks make us look smart. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> the Cincinnati pick can make us look like a lot of geniuses that are psychic. It might. Good episode. Oh, y'all have a good day, evening, wherever you are. And, and I hope that this episode brought you joy. Yeah, and Merry and Christmas. Laughed at a lot of, and hope, and Merry Christmas. Hold on, let's see how's that. As we're recording this on the 25th. So, Merry Christmas to all and to all. A good night. Peace out. Merry Christmas, everybody.